So you probably have noticed here within the last decade or so there, we have had a lot of superhero movies. I mean, a lot highest grossing movies we've had are been superhero movies, Marvel. Uh, we've had DCU taking swings at it. We've had a lot of different comic book movies, some that are well-known, some that are not so well-known and, why all the superhero movies these days? Why are we ha- why do we have these? Well, we're going to be talking about that this week on Relax Mail episode 127. Hello and welcome to Relax Mail podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host Brian And I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey, man. Hello, and welcome to Relaxed Mail. All right. So this week, we're talking about about superheroes and superhero movies in general. And what's that really saying about us as a person and us as a, as kind of as a society as a whole. And it's got a lot of really interesting correlations that I wanted to kind of dive into. But before we do, I wanted to welcome all you new listeners, man, we have been growing, going up and to the left up and to the left, up and to the left. And it's just, it's a, the fact that we are growing is, is, is cool. The fact that we are, are, the word's getting out. And so guys, if you're new here, thanks for listening. If this is your first time here, uh, go ahead and like, or follow the show. You will not regret it. This comes out every Thursday and I want to make sure that I help you. So if this is your first time, you're going, what in the hell is this show about? Well, let me let you let you in on what we're about. The relaxed mail is a podcast that helps men get rid of the nice guy that is in their life. Now I know it sounds like you want to be a nice guy, but trust me, it is not nice. Guys are not nice. They are manipulative. They lie. They can't handle their own emotions yet for some reason they because they can't handle their own emotions they can't handle other people having emotions and so they do everything they can to make other people keep at a, an emotional baseline and if that gets out of that zone of, of of ability or of comfort that's when they start getting really anxious and not sure of the, about themselves and it's it's it, it becomes misery really you walk around you're being you're casting out things called covert contracts. And this is where, you know, how many times, especially if you're married, but uh, you single guys who may be living with a woman that may have the same problem. You go out, you clean the house. You, she's out at work and you've gotten home early and you're like, going to surprise her. All right, I'm going to clean the uh, clean up the house. I'm going to do the dishes. I'm going to put the dishes in the dishwasher. I'm going to wash them get them washed and get them put up and all that time while that's going on, I'm going to cook supper and make a nice supper for her. And you do all that and she gets home and 
she kind of looks at it and starts kind of nitpicking. It's like, well, you burnt the chickens a little dry, or this is a little, and, and this is, and, 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 and you start the picking comes on, and then all of a sudden you got a fight. And after the fight, you got to, you know, you're just, everything's blown, falling apart. Well, the that's because of a covert contract. You did all that because you were hoping she was going to sleep with you, and it doesn't work that way. And I want to try to help you men change how you operate life. I want you to live your life on your terms. You work to make sure that you're happy because you can't make your wife happy. You can't make your girlfriend happy. You can't even make your kids happy. You have no power to make them happy. You have the only power that you have is to make yourself happy. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to be able to not just be happy because you can't be happy all the time. It's actually impossible, but to be able to, be comfortable in who you are at that present moment. And so that's what this show is about, is helping men to become better men so that they can become more relaxed men and embrace what's happening in the world, what's happening in their time world, and to be able to bend to it and rise up and be the masculine men that the world really needs. With that, where does the superhero movie thing fit out, fall into this. Well, if you look back in time, uh, back in the roaring twenties, what was probably one of the biggest song, one of the popular songs that kind of epitomized everything was we're in the money. We're in the money. You know, that whole song. Well, and then in the thirties, there was a, a lot of songs that were talking about how down everybody was. Everybody was, you know, we're in the midst of depression. Buddy, can you uh, spare a dime? Was uh, was a song and a line that was used and often. In the 50s, it was, you know, got back. Everybody was hopeful. And so you started having all these ideal uh, television shows coming out. You had Leave it to Beaver and, you know, all the other. Well, not Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver was in the 60s. But still, you started having people really becoming hopeful, becoming optimistic about, about life. And so the television shows and, and the pop culture of the time really started to reflect that in the sixties started reflecting that everybody was kind of changing. And there was a lot of, a lot of different new thoughts that were coming in, whether those thoughts are good or bad, we can argue those later on, but you know, we had everything from, from the, the psychedelic movement into you know, war protest songs that were coming up because everybody we'd got by that time gone through the first world war. And then the next day, pretty much a decade after that was, was, um, the second world war. We got out of the second world war and right into the Korean conflict and got out of the Korean conflict, fall right into the Vietnam war. And so by the time the Vietnam war came along, people were starting to go, Dude, enough with the fighting. Can we not just sit back and relax and, you know, take a breath a little bit? And so, yeah, you started having a, a wearing down. People were getting tired of being in the wars and things like that. And so, yeah, the, the late sixties really cum- accumulated. In the seventies, you had, you know, Miss American Pie by Don McLean about all about how the sixties were. We're kind of the death of, of our, of our innocence. And the seventies had a lot of, you know, a lot of funk and weird, weirdness going on. And then the eighties came on, came along. And this is where I am able to get a lot more intimate into the details because that's when I was, 
I was born in the seventies, so the eighties was my zone. I'm I'm Gen Xer, which to a lot of Gen Z folks, yeah, I'm the I'm one of those big bad meanie dudes. But the eighties were also a bloom of after all the morose and the the downtrodden thoughts of the seventies. We started to arc up. It was like, all right, we're starting to, we've got Reagan. Things are, he th- took a lot of stuff out of the way and out of, a lot of red tape out of the way. And so all of a sudden businesses were starting to expand and people were starting to be able to come a lot more fruitful for their efforts. And because of that, America started becoming a lot more optimistic and you started to see that there was you know, science fiction uh, movies. There was, you know, Movies about Indiana Jones and and the adventures that he had. Yeah, the seventies had some really good sci-fi. That's where Star Wars came in. But to, then in the eighties, we also had Star Trek and coming out, and making a resurgence of of all things into the movies. You had all these stories about the hero's journey and what was possible and all this. And it was just a really wonderful time to be alive. Honestly, I love being the eighties. I love everything about the eighties. And it was all because society was tired of being beaten down and they were young. They were hungry and they were hankering for an adventure. And by God, they were going to have it. Uh, there was also, you know, there's also the, all that teenage angst because a lot of the gen xers were in their teenage years in the middle of the 80s on on up so you had a lot of john hughes uh, movies that were come out so you had 16 candles pretty in pink weird science and these were all great movies ju- that just helped us to relate that yeah <laughs> sorry everybody's life sucks in one form fashion or another just build a bridge get the hell over it and go on in early parts you started to have um uh, Movies that were addressing like the, uh, the, the divorce problems. So you had movies that became very popular, like Kramer versus Kramer and irreconcilable differences. And then, you know, then we had the fear of nuclear war. So you had what happens if, uh, after nuclear war. So there was the whole Mad Max series. All these thoughts were being tossed about. And as they came, it came and went. And as, as everything was, was going on, you had. Movies that were addressing a lot of those worries that people had in the nineties, you know, our, the Gen Xers were now college bound or in college or graduating from high school. So they were, they were starting to have a lot of misadventure uh, stories. And so you had like American pie, the hangover. Uh, one of my favorites was with a, uh, with a brat pack regular uh john cusack and he had a movie called gross point blank where it was about this guy who was going to his class reunion and that all of a sudden our class reunions were becoming uh coming a thing and so romeo and michelle's class reunion to bring back all the nostalgia of the 80s was starting to show up and so a lot of the movies that came on in in the 90s were also deep reflections of what was going on in society and then in the 2000s shows up we had that was the kind of the introduction to a new series of dystopian societies. They became very popular. So you had like the Hunger Games, uh, the Insurgent series, and uh, Maze Runner. Uh, but also you had a a boy wizard named Harry Potter. He poked his head in. Uh, no, actually, no. I'm th- I cor- stand corrected. No, if I'm thinking right right now, came out in. 
the late 90s. And that was just the books. J.K. Rowling released the books, and the books became incredibly popular as each one was being released. We used to have these giant lines of people who were excited about a particular uh, particular product, and this product being Harry Potter. And it started out with the Sorcerer's Stone and, and Chamber Secrets and and all that. And then... Also in that time, we started to have the X-Men show up, but also we had, you know, you had uh, Tim Burton's Batman come out in the late eighties. It was a big, it was a lot of fun with that particular version of Batman. It wasn't real serious and gritty and all that. It was more of the campy, almost kind of a combination of Batman with, with the, uh, with the 1960s style Batman. Uh, but in the 2000s, X-Men came out and X-Men themselves were really starting to, to form up and, and yeah, Harry Potter was movies started to show up and Harry Potter is a really interesting line of, of thinking just because you start to see that people, the, the main people in the, uh, in society at that time were really starting to notice a lack of power things were starting to change things were starting to come along that really i mean we we'd had 9-11 happen in 2001 so we were starting to really lose our sense of of power sense of of self and that's where things like harry potter really comes into play because harry potter really starts to show us that we have an an integral part in us where we do have magical powers we do have this ability a special ability. We all are special in our own way because if, if you spoilers, if you not, not ever read or watched the movies, there's actually not just one boy who lived. There was actually two. There was uh, Neville. And then there was also Harry and both of either one of them would have been the boy who lived. If Voldemort, the big baddie uh, overarching the whole series had chose if he attacked Neville, Neville would have been been the uh, the boy who lived, but it ended up being Harry Potter. But Neville still, if you watched him through the whole series, he was this kind of little chubby, buck tooth, kind of nervous kid who eventually becomes into this this regular badass, honestly, because I mean he's the one who takes out uh, Harry Potter's snake, or not Harry Potter's uh, Voldemort's snake, you know Neville. Uh, did that he took the uh the the sword that was in kind of the symbol of gryffindor and killed voldemort's uh snake nagini so there was the whole sto- set of stories yeah there's a lot going on a lot of stuff that was built up but those the fact that you had these amazing abilities that were able to come about really start sparked a lot of people's imaginations and Got them kind of thinking about what if, what if, but you also had uh, the X-Men showing up in the 2000s. So you started getting all their convoluted timelines and Marvel was bubbling underneath there. There was a couple other Marvel movies. We had the incredible and the different Hulk series uh, episodes that happened. None of them really kind of took off so much, but at the same time they were they were showing up and there was other Marvel movies. There was plenty of, uh, DC movies that took off real good. You had the Batman, uh, dark Knight series and Christopher Nolan series. That was just a great hit. Very, but it was a lot different than the 1980s Batman because it was darker. It was grittier. It was more, more of a, a rougher 
world. And so we started to see all these, all these dystopian societies. I mean, like I said, we had hunger games where all of a sudden United States is broke up into these 13 districts. And then you had, uh, the insurgent series, which was another dystopian where a powerful group of people took over the United States and they were making sure that they stayed into power. And then you had the, whatever maze runner was, but it was supposed to be a, another dystopian style teen book that was, that had caught a lot of, a lot of attention, uh, never really carried through on their, on their movie series. But then in the 2010s, things really started to ramp up because all of a sudden you had, you had a lot of the X-Men and the whole overarching story and, and all that. And all of a sudden people were going by the droves to the superhero movies. And why, why does it, everyone seem to like these hero movies? And the big reason is, is yeah, people want to escape their whole, their humdrum life. People don't care to be, you know, they've been told that they could be anything they want yet. You know, now you have people realizing after spending way too much money at, at on college to be something that has no means making money on are g- having to go back into the daily grind and they're tired of it. Uh, I mean, us Gen Xers when it, in our mid twenties, we were very much the same way. It was like, God, really? I was wanting to do more with my life yet. It becomes where you just get up, go to work, come home, go to bed. If you have kids, it's get up, get them dressed, get out of the door, out of the door, get to work, get to home, play th- and sit around with the kids, try to re- unwind just a, a little bit before, you know, it's 10 o'clock and it's time to go to bed. All of a sudden you don't have a, seems like you don't have a life anymore. You don't have any, anything exciting happening. And so all of a sudden your biggest, your happiest day is usually Friday. And it's after Friday, you got at least a whole Saturday to just goof around. Yet you always have something going on, especially if you have kids. Sunday's not, not better because now you are thinking your mind is on Monday. Well, yeah, what I got to do on Monday and you start having to worry about that. That's one reason why Sunday nights, Monday morning are the number one times for heart attacks because us men get so hit a grind in there and it just grinds us down and we're in a job that we can do pretty well, but it's not our zone of excellence. And it just, it's not the best for us yet. We do it and we stick it out because that's what our dads did. That's what our dad's dads did. That's what our dad's 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 did. But Friday nights, Saturday day and Saturday evenings, go catch a superhero movie and see these people who are able to do things that are beyond any mere mortal and so you get a, a movie that is great. It gives you a sense of hope that there's there's good out in the world because people are there's these specialized, really gifted people who go out and do good in the world. Well, what's actually society doesn't realize is what they're hungering for is they have already have. Now, people can't just fly around, you know, you don't have somebody who's been injected with super soldier serum and is able to sling a a shield around with uh, pinpoint accuracy. I don't have a guy running around in a a metal suit that's firing out little mini rockets that can take out a tank. You don't have you don't have a, a person running around who can do magic. You have you. You have your neighbor. You we have. Each of us 
have a a ability, and it's that gift, it's that desire, it's that 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 drive that is inside of us. And I'm going to get more into this next week, but you know, we all have that inner hero within us. Now, no, I'm not meaning that you need to go tackle a guy robbing a bank, but we have our own set of gifts. And that's what you can actually, I think that's the real reason why people enjoy superhero movies, because it shows people who have a special gift and they use it. And most people don't, they have a special gift and they just kind of sit on it. They don't do anything with it. And that's the really sad part of, of it all, because you have the, if you're a painter, then you go out paint if you are a sculptor maybe you like to whittle on wood and make little little carvings of men and and sticks of wood that's that's something but yet a lot of us don't because we've been told a our dream is dumb our dream is not any good our dream is is uh impractical or you can't make money at it or we're told that you know that that doesn't work, and we have so many people who don't see our vision for ourselves, and so they talk us out of, of following our dream. You can't be a writer. Who who said you could be a writer? I mean, come on, writers are, you know, they they they're starving artists. They're they're a half step above a starving artist. They're just you know meagerly fed artists. But if you were to actually tap into what your superpower is. And if you ask your ask your friends, "Hey, what's my superpower?" They'll tell you what they what they think your superpower is. And it may be something and it's going to be the thing you find be the most mundane. Well, man, you sit there and you can you can figure out a a puzzle in you know, like 2 seconds. How do you do? Well, it's just you, it, it, I see it. You, I can take the ring. I know how to take those horseshoes and twist it just right so that you it, you don't see it right off the bat. And a lot of people don't have a, that special ability that you have. Maybe, you know, maybe your special ability is to get people to come together and to work in a cohesive fashion, or maybe your, your special superpower is the fact that you can calm people down when they're, when they're in, uh, in an angry, uh, mindset. Maybe the way that you're able to organize stuff without even look really paying attention to yourself. You're just always organizing things. If you, if you do have that special power, by the way, you can come over to my house and just sit at my computer for about 15 minutes and organize it. That would be amazing. But we all have some weird little quirk that we find humdrum, boring, and no one thinks it's going to be special. And your friends and people that know you are going to go, dude, you're amazing at that. And that's an indicator of what your superpower is. We do have superpowers. This is the only problem is, is it's not the really super cool ones. I would love to have x-ray vision, have, you know, cold, you know, frost breath or whatever. It'd be, it'd be really nice. You know, walk around with the, with the bat belt would be, would be a utility. Batman's utility belt would be just a, amazing, you know, throw down a smoke pellet and, leave a room and have everybody else panic because they think there's a fire, you know? <laughs> so you can have, we all have a power. My friend, uh, my friend, Jake, uh, he is over at uh, big brother, Drake podcast. 
he'll tell you his special power is, is the ability to talk. He is a talker. And I mean, you saw, I was trying to introduce this here recently, uh, this, uh, this week. What happened? I, I was, I went off on a tangent on just what it is that I'm wanting to help. And that is my superpower. I want to be able to assist men to become great men. That is what I want. That is what I get excited about. How can I help men to get off the couch, help men to get up and start making small steps towards massive action? How can we do that? That's the trick. That's the, that's the question. That's the puzzle that I like to try to solve. I want men to start finding their, their little community, that group of men, group of noble masculine men, honestly, and help have them come together so that they can all grow and become better men as a group. That's something that men need in their life. And men have negated back in the, uh, back in the fifties and stuff. You had men who'd go off and they had not, they call them gentlemen's clubs, but they weren't the same style as what you're thinking of. Now they weren't strip clubs. They were where men would go to kind of hang out. They play billiards, drink scotch, and and talk to other men and grow and become more knowledgeable thanks to those men. A lot of these gentlemen's clubs ha- would have a, a library where you could go and, and read a book and become smarter. All four of the ma- main pillars of being a relaxed male were usually present within these gentlemen's clubs. And these pillars are incredibly important to us men. We have to continue to grow. We have to be edge. We have to start creating and start being creative and expressing our, our, our own special powers. We have to be able to build a group of, of, of men who are helping us out. We have need to have a place where we can get exercise and be able to be in shape so that we can protect our wives and uh, our, our wives. Like there's, we held more than one wife. God, I could never afford having more than one wife, but protect our wives and our, and our children. Those are things that we are, have to do. These are our special skills where we, as men, as overarching men, we have a certain set of skills, women, they have a certain set of skills. Now I know society today wants to try to muddy all that up and say, Oh no, no. If you want to be a man, you can be a, a woman. Or if you want to be a woman and you can be a man. No, we know this to be fake, false. They have, they like to try to tie everybody up with a bunch of, of words. But when you know what the truth is, you can stand firm with the truth and they can holler and scream and try to tell you you're wrong all you want. But if you know, what's right and you know what's right and they can sit there and try to try to argue all they want but it's it's not going to work we have as men we have these amazing abilities we have the ability to be strong we have the ability to be stoic we have the abilities to be able to process our emotions in different ways by talking to other men our the reasons why we do stuff is is our own we live our life on our terms. And when we do that, we become a lot more content with our lives. We become a lot more satisfied in what our outcomes are. We become a lot more happier in the results that we generate. We are content with our thoughts. We are, 
we doesn't mean we're always going to be happy. Doesn't mean always going to just we're just going to stomp around, and always be mad. But no, we are okay with what our thoughts are. And with that, is probably one of the men as as a men. That's probably one of our own our biggest superpowers. And then you get at us as a dad. You inject the kids into our equation, and all of a sudden, our superpowers become even better because our kids brag about us. It's like my dad's the strongest of them. You know, they get into those fights. My dad can beat up your dad, and again. It's because they see us as being, see our magic, our, our superheroes powers that we have forgotten about. And dads, you can be, even if you're with your moody teenage son and daughter, you can still be that superhero. It's just all of a sudden your skill sets aren't where you're flinging them up in the air and throwing them 10 feet up in the air and swinging them around your back and between your legs and behind your head, setting them down all giggly and dizzy. You're setting, you're now sitting down and you're not lecturing. We want to lecture. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's my kids. I could, I, I could lay down a sermon like the, like a, the best imitator of Billy Graham, but that's not what our kids need from us. They need us as a guiding leader. And a guiding leader doesn't just lecture. Guiding leader shows them and, and helps them to, to become the mature adult, find their own special power that's built within them and to use it and to not worry that what society wants you to do because society is right these days. If you're being special, oh my gosh, you can't be that. You can't be special. What if everybody else feels going to feel bad because they can't do what you want to do? They want to squash that, that, that superhero power, just like any other villain out there. They, they want to defeat that, that special power that you have. But if you teach your kids how to be confident in their own way and to live their life on their terms, They'll find that, yeah, society may howl and scream and, and curse at them, but people still turn to them and they have a great and wonderful life. And you can do the same too. You can find your superpower. If you want to help finding your superpower, go uh, reach out to me. Let me know. You can go to relaxmail.com forward slash coaching and I will help. I will, we can sit down and we can talk it out and find out, would you be a good fit for me uh, in coaching? Because I want to coach people who are coachable. They want to be able to grow, be, find that, that spark of inspiration within them. That's, that's what I want to help them with. I want to help men to be able to rescue their marriage. Maybe their marriage is on the rock. That's, that's, you know, that's part of my superpowers to help change the way men think about their circumstance to where I the, don't walk around being the victim because that's not going to help your, your, your case at all. But if you walk around and you start living your life on your terms, all of a sudden you're going to start sparking something in your, in your wife or soon to be ex-wife. And she's going to wonder what in the heck's changed in it. And by doing, doing those changes, you start to, spark the the curiosity in her and she's like oh maybe he has changed now is it a something something that happens overnight no no my coaching packages started a year we'd go for a year long we were going to talk and we're going to work it through and we're going to look at those hard places and we're going to look at those uncomfortable places and yeah dude you're going to get uncomfortable and that's good you want to be uncomfortable because uh, when you're uncomfortable you're growing 
You're looking at those places that you really want to just hide away because those places are where the, the key to your growth is is hiding. If you're needing a group of men to to be a part of, I've got you know I've got I'm a group of a men's group that is, meets every uh, Tuesday and or Thursday. And if you want to be a part of one of those, again, you can let me know by going to relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood and uh, join the brotherhood of men. There's a lot of things that we can do. There's a lot of ways that you can find your superhero power and become that hero that your family needs, become the hero that your community needs, become the hero that your 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 state needs. You can go up bigger and bigger and bigger, all because you decided to change yourself. So, guys, with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go. Find that superpower. That's the key point. Find out what your passion is. Find out what really gets you going because that's the key to where your superpower is. If you need help with that, like I said, talk to me. I'd love to help you. The first time we talk, it's not going to be cost you anything. We're just going to sit down. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to talk it out. We're going to see what it is that you're really needing. And if I am able, to, if I'm the one who could could actually help you. Um, if you, if you liked anything in this show, this particular episode, if it sparked a thought, sparked a, a idea, caused you to think of something, share it out, share it with your, on Facebook and Twitter and take a screenshot of it, share it on Instagram, you're on truth, social, share it on truth, share it everywhere. You can tag me at relaxed mail and I will, I'll respond to it. I'll, I'll let you let them know i'll try to help you out as much as you helped me out by sharing if you this it's got you thinking of somebody in particular all the podcast uh platforms they out there typically have a share button hit that share button and share it to that guy that guy that you're thinking of who could really stand to hear that yeah we all have a superhero power and you can just send it as a text and most places will give you a link to that particular platform. So like if whenever I share it out to somebody, it's usually through overcast, but if you're on uh Apple podcast, it'll be an Apple podcast. If you're on Google podcast, it's on Google podcast. I try to make my, make everything available. You can go to relaxmail.com forward slash subscribe. If you want to subscribe to the show and get it delivered to your phone or iPad or computer or whatever, wherever it is you listen to, Get it delivered every Thursday and sitting there ready for you to consume so that you can actually have the tools needed to become the better better man that you want to be. So, guys, with that, I thank you for listening. Talk to you next week. Till then, bye.